An English skeptic hearing the Christmas story said, there is no record in the world like this record. If, if it were really true, there'd be no unsolved secret to elude mankind century after century. But what informed man can now believe that the heavens opened and a star appeared? The legends are gone, and with them the faith is also gone. The tide of disruption has reached full flood. No compromise can arrest it. Modern man walks unguided through a bleak world, struggling convulsively until he finds a foothold in some new faith. The Christmas story can fill him only with nostalgia for a loveliness irreparably, irreparably lost. What emptiness. He recognized that the Christmas account is incredible saving truth and yet chose to remain lost. In contrast, this morning I'd like to share with you excerpts from an Advent sermon by Martin Luther. He's writing also about the incredulity of Christmas, but in a very different way. If we lived in Bethlehem when Jesus was born, would we have believed that the new baby in the stable was God himself in human form? I am doubtful that I would have believed it. The greatest difficulty does not lie in the science of the event, but why? Why would the Lord of the universe care enough about us mortals to take flesh and share our woes to save sinners with his own blood. The condescension of God. That's the greatest wonder. It is this that reason cannot fathom. Why should God humble himself to lie in the feed box of a donkey and hang upon a cross? The virgin birth is a trivial miracle compared with the virgin's faith. Only by God's grace do we believe. Lord, give us this miracle. The angel Gabriel appeared to Zacharias and announced that his wife should bear a son who should be called great in the sight of the Lord. He should drink neither wine nor strong drink. Was that all that was worth telling about? No mention is made of his leather girdle or his living on grasshoppers. Why is nothing said about his vigils, his sleeping on the ground, the constant prayers or almsgiving? You know, the monks appeal to this passage to declare their way of life is more holy, but I notice they do not follow John the Baptist in never taking any wine at all, nor living on grasshoppers. I don't know why John lived on such food. Perhaps God wanted to call attention to his role, announcing Christ is coming. This is what the angel calls our attention to. 
For the angel, angel announced further that John should turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord, which means he would bring them back to Christ. He was to be his forerunner. Even more amazing is the announcement to the Virgin Mary. We must both read and, like Mary, meditate upon the Nativity. If the meditation does not reach our heart, we shall not sense its sweetness, nor shall we know what solace for humankind lies in this contemplation, as water spray does not touch the deep, so merely reading does not quiet the heart. There is such goodness and richness in this nativity that if we should see and deeply understand, we should be dissolved in perpetual joy. Wherefore, St. Bernard declared that there are here three miracles, that God and man should be joined in this child, that a mother should remain a virgin, and that Mary should have such faith as to believe that this mystery was accomplished in her. The last is not the least of these three. The virgin birth is a mere trifle for God. That God should become man is a greater miracle. But most amazing of all is that this maiden should credit the announcement that she, not some other virgin, she, a sinner, could become the mother of our Lord. She held fast to the word of the angel because God had made her a new creature. Even so, we must be transformed and renewed in our hearts day by day. Otherwise, Christ is born in vain. This is the word of the prophet to us. Unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. Truly, it is marvelous in our eyes that God should place a little child in the lap of a virgin and that all our blessedness should lie in him. In him, your sins are forgiven. His righteousness is yours. Heaven is open. And this child came for all mankind. God feeds the whole world through a babe nursing at Mary's breast. This, yes, should gladly then be our daily exercise to be transformed into Christ, being nourished by this food. Then will the heart be filled with all joy and will be strong and confident against every assault. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Hymn 275, 275 will sing stanzas 1 and 6. 1 and 6. <laughs>